Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, I'm Melissa here covering for uh, Michelle Martin as she catches a well-deserved break for some R&R. Now, taking into consideration the imbalance between the lack of supply of aged single malt scotch whisky and growing global demand, did you know that based on a historically long-standing and continuous growth market, whisky casks have consistently shown an annual return of between 15 and 20 percent? And for those looking to dabble in whisky investments, you're in luck as a whiskey cask club has launched Asia's first ever whiskey cask fund here in Singapore. The whiskey cask fund offers accredited investors an alternative investment instrument and powerful portfolio diversification with low correlation to traditional asset classes. Now, this is a unique platform which allows investors to invest in premium whiskey casks at competitive rates. And it's the only fund of its kind to be regulated by the Monetary Authority of Singapore. So to find out how the Whiskey Cask Fund can help generate upside potential for investors and what its future outlook looks like, we'll have Mr. Alexander Knight, CEO and co-founder of Whiskey Cask Club to tell us more about this alternative asset class for investment. Hello, Alexander. Welcome. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for having me on your show today. Thank you. Thank you. Now, your Whiskey Cask Club strikes a number of firsts, you know, both in Singapore and Asia. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the reason that we set up the Whiskey Cask Club in Singapore was it's been, I've, I've been here for a, quite a long time, over 15 years. Mm. And this is the best place in Asia to set up this type of uh, uh, company and also the fund. Mm. And it's Asia's first ever? It's Asia's first ever whisky cask fund. There are companies that sell to Asia, but this is actually the first fund that's for for actual casks. There have been funds for bottles, Uh but this is the one that allows people to invest in. Mm. Uh, straightforward cask. And yours is also the first to be regulated by the Monetary Authority of Singapore, right? It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, yours is not the only one in the world, right? Uh, I think uh, from my little bit of research <laughs> and understanding, I understand that the other funds are, tend to be, I don't know, listed elsewhere, like in Europe, right? In Scotland, in the UK. Uh, so why Singapore? Why did you pick Singapore? Well, Singapore is a, a very diverse inclusive country that you know people have very high knowledge of whiskey it's the regulations here are are, are very straightforward and understandable so this cask fund it made a lot of sense to do it here just because of the mix of people in in this great town Mm -hmm. i think it's safe to say that whiskey investments as a equity sort of you know uh, investment right in in a way a counter investment um, is not traditional right so tell us about the trend in alternative assets such as you know whiskey how has it evolved over the years well whiskey is while it's an alternative investment it's also hundreds of years old people have been investing in whiskey since um, the 17th uh, centuries and what happened was it's just become a very attractive way to diversify Mm. and enhance returns Mm. um particularly with crypto crypto being so volatile and 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 recently equities have taken a significant hit Mm. um the knight frank index which is what we benchmark the whiskey cask fund against is showing that whiskey has outperformed all other luxury products by over 400%. Even watches? Even watches, and cars, art, 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 
oh. everything. It's, it's the highest performing alternative asset that there is. Wow. So tell us about the significance of your fund. I think I alluded earlier to how there are you know, other products, similar products out there. How is yours different from the others? Uh, for example, uh, some of the more established ones like the single malt fund. Well, the Whiskey Cask Fund is, uh, is MAS approved and it's managed by a company called Blair Road Capital, which is run by two Swiss gentlemen, um, Ian Beclair and Cedric Stadelman. And they set this fund, this company up with some Singapore ex- expertise, give investors peace of mind when investing in something mm-hmm. that's actually regulated here in Singapore mm. and therefore controlled locally. Mm-hmm. But what exactly are we investing in? Um, is, because it says cask, right? So I take it it's not bottles of wine in some, you know, super secure warehouse that we're talking about? Well, it is. It's casks of whiskey that are, that are in bonded warehouses in Scotland, mm. which are also super secure. Um, the, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> and, and, and fully insured. And, and, and the, the, that's, that's kind of the really, really interesting thing about it, is that whiskey needs to age in a barrel. It doesn't, unlike wine, age in bottles. So when you buy your 25-year-old Macallan, mm-hmm. that will have aged for 25 years mm. in a Macallan barrel. Right. So the other advantage in a way, because there are other funds that actually invest in whiskey bottles or bottles of whiskey rather than casks of whiskey, is that, would you say that in terms of demand, um, it's not held, say, hostage by the performance of individual companies? Well, the the thing is, whiskey is a cyclical drink. It's unlike any other asset in the fact that it gets consumed regularly. So once that bottle of 25-year-old Macallan's gone, it's gone forever. Mm. So then, but there's a constant production being created for, of whiskey of over 130 distilleries across Scotland, which produce tens of thousands of barrels a year, not more. So the, the idea is that whiskey has to mature in that barrel for a period of time. And distilleries are cash flow. I mean, they have not cash flow problems, but they have cash flow requirements that mm. mean that they need to sell off those casks to enable them to to carry on their production right right so it means that when the casks are actually produced themselves they they age in the in the, the whiskey ages in the cask mm-hmm. then it's bottled then the whole process starts all over again mm. i'm okay i know that earlier you talked about the difference between whiskey and wine how it's matured right but in terms of investment grade you know as an investment grade class right of drinks of alcohol what are those are there similarities in terms of the way the prices of between these two appreciate because wine i well, think is is you know a lot easier to understand in a way well i mean the thing with wine is it has a, a, a drinking window so whiskey well if you leave a bottle of whiskey out in you know singapore humidity for example <laughs> it will survive in a cold in a dark cupboard right. essentially uh, you know infinitely Whereas if you do that with a bottle of wine, it'll simply go bad. So mm. the thing is, is that wine has a, an optimum amount of time that you need to keep it for and then drink it. And then after that period of time, it becomes undrinkable mm. or it, mm. there can be problems with it. Mm. Whereas mm. with the returns on the whiskey, they are about the same. That mm. they're a much more long-standing and people can make more money over it over a greater period of time. And it sounds like a more resilient uh, form of asset as well compared with wine. 
It is. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that people are able to hang on to for much longer. You know, this reminds me of something that someone said to me years ago who actually went into investment-grade, you know, whiskey collection and, and et cetera, you know, uh, decades ago. And he was saying that, you know, I'd rather invest in whiskey or, and, and wine because, you know, at least if anything tanks, I still have something to drink, you know. Well, it's true. It's <laughs> but, but perhaps not, true. not in your case because, you know, they're all like, you know, in casks all the way in, in Scotland. Well, that's the thing. Is the tough customer can, you know, if the customer wants to buy the cask from the fund, they're more than welcome to. Then they can bottle it and consume it themselves should they want to. Oh, so there's that option. That is certainly attractive you know, for potential investors, right? Well, yeah. And, you know, if clients want to buy single casks themselves, the Whiskey Cask Club itself sells mm. single mm. casks of all mm-hmm. sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. And they're more or less repre- recession proof, too. Okay. For newbies, right? Newbie investors interested in trying their hands, you know, on whiskey investments. Um, what, how would you guide them? What would you say? Well, I would say if you're an accredited investor, have a look at the fund. The Whiskey Cask Fund is open for accredited investors. So it, it starts from $50,000 uh, up and obviously goes up. The, the, with, with, if you want to just dip your toe into it, you can buy casks which start from £10,000. So it's just really a case of what the person's appetite is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, single casks will essentially double in value in five-year period. Mm. But the entry level sounds pretty high. Did you say some... I, I thought I caught you uh, saying it's requirement is about $50,000 in investment. Are we talking about SING dollars or? US dollars. US and that's US for dollars. accredited investors for the okay. fund. But the okay. single casks uh, start from... Uh, it's about seventeen thousand Singapore dollars. Okay. Typically, what kind of uh, investors, right, uh, you know, going to participate in your fund? Well, they tend to be people who see a good opportunity, and with the fund, it's it's pretty interesting because unlike with a single cask, the investors can receive a ten percent dividend, which is paid out twice a year. So it's people who really just want to make money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Of um, course, everybody, you know, that makes it everybody. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And, and it's the same with the casks. I mean, the casks themselves are, uh, are similar. I mean, people are, uh, in, invest in them because they know that they're going to double in value within five years because they do. And this is historically proven. And if you look at the Knight Frank Index, you, it's quite easy to see that, you know, these things are, are increasing in value by a phenomenal rate. Mm. So... Okay, how has the response been to, you know, your fund? It's about two weeks old? Yeah, the, the fund response is fantastic. We've got a huge amount of international interest as well as um, Singaporean interest. So mm-hmm. we're really, really pleased. The first round of subscriptions close on the 5th of August. So we're, we're, we're kind of, uh, it's an open-ended fund, so it's not full by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the great thing is, is there's still plenty of time to invest in it for this mm-hmm. round. And the next subscription rounds from January. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a case of, of, depending on what the client wants to do, then we can we can always accommodate. Mm. Um, one of the requirements, I know you mentioned the entry level uh, sort of outlay is fifty thousand US dollars. What are the other requirements to participate in the fund? They have to be an accredited investor, which is a standard Singapore uh, monetary mm-hmm. authority Singapore requirement mm-hmm. for this type of fund. That's it. 
that's it. And of course, you know, 50,000 US dollars, you know, too. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in terms of how um, one might want to introduce the fund into their portfolio, is there any sort of magic balance or, you know, like, for example, this person is, is completely new, um, you know, to investing and they, you know, they've not done any investing before in, in any asset class, right? So would you have any advice to, to these people? Yeah, I mean, the, the great thing about whiskey is it's one of those drinks that, you know, as I say, is recession proof. And it really is an ideal investment for anyone at any stage of their investment portfolio and career, simply because of the fact that it's one of those products that always increases in value. It's not like a mm-hmm. car where you have to maintain it um, or, you know, a watch which could go up, could, could go down in value. Mm. And, you know, the great thing about it is it's a good times and bad times drink. Mm. If the economy is doing badly, people drink whiskey. If the economy is <laughs> yeah. doing well, people drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I think if the economy is bad, they kind of drink cheaper whiskey. And then, you know, the kind, what kind of whiskey um, are we talking about in, in your fund? Um, well, it's a, it's a big range. It's, it kind of covers... Um, Good times and bad times whiskey. Well, it, well yeah. I mean, the, the thing is that the fund, the fund is quite even, evenly balanced. Mm. So what we're doing with it is we're, we're holding 60% of whiskey over the period of time as it increases in value by 18 mm. to 20, uh, 14 to 20% per annum. Then mm. another 30, 30 to 40% of the fund will be traded actively. Mm. Which means that that'll create the dividend for the for the clients. Yes. Now, what kind of whiskey that will be is it's going to be just a lot of blended whiskey mm. for the sixty percent mm. because ninety percent of all whiskey that's drunk in the world is blended, so the, and, and the uh, the rest will be stocks for that. Mm. All things being equal, um, what are your plans in terms of dividend paying schedule? So the dividend will be paid out twice a year at five percent. Um, so it's a case of... It's a case, um, haha, pun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, it, it gets paid out, a dividend gets paid out in, at the, on the 5th of January and again on the, the 5th of July. And the reason that we picked the 5th of January mm. is because whiskey, for some unknown to me reason, Mm-mm. all Mm-mm. whiskey ages by one year in a cask on the 4th of January. Mm-mm. For anyone who's listening right now and who is like incredibly excited to you know about this investment opportunity, um, do you have any cautioning tips for them? Um, yeah, I mean, make sure that, you know, any money that's going to be invested, you can, you, you're cautious about what you do with it. It's like any other investment. You've got to be able to be prepared to, should the world whiskey consumption collapse, you know, that, that's a risk. It's very unlikely mm-hmm. to happen, but who knows, particularly with the expanding middle classes around the world who mm-hmm. love whiskey. And especially but in China, gonna, I understand. Huge in China, mm. huge in India, huge in Singapore. Singapore is the fourth biggest importer of whiskey by volume oh, globally. Okay, okay. So, and for such a small town, it's kind of remarkable. Mm. Although a lot of it does get distributed out. Mm, but mm. still, I mean, it, it's one of those things that the only cautionary tale is just make sure that if you're buying single casks that they're bought from reputable companies, rather like us, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and the fund itself is, as I say, it's, it, you know, the due diligence has been done by MAS. So mm. it, it's just a case of the investor themselves taking the, the risk. Yeah, that's a good stamp. 
uh, of approval there. Hey, yeah. um, Mr. Alexander Knight, thank you so much for sharing your time and your knowledge with us and, and also about this opportunity. Thank you so this, much indeed for talking to me this morning. Well, thank you. Thank you. And that was Mr. Alexander Knight, CEO and co-founder of Whiskey Cask Club. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.